This is the Fitness Tech Podcast, the uh, special Dodge Nebraska Q125 5K Race Edition. Uh, we just finished with the 5K. I'm here with Jamie. Jamie, how are you doing? Great. How are you, Jim? How are you feeling after that race? I'm kind of sweaty, I'll be honest with you. It's a warm, it's, it's a warm morning. The sun is out, uh, and uh, the, the course was challenging, although not too bad. Kind of walk us through your race a little bit. Better race for you than for me. Um, at first, I was um, expecting to start where the finish line is, but we started back by the auditorium and we ran over some rocks. That was a little shaky for me because I'm like, oh gosh, I hope I don't twist my ankle or anything. But then we started downhill and then on the back end, close to the turnaround, there's like a little incline. And then we made a turnaround loop and um, came back and finished uphill. Yeah, kind of your typical kind of small yeah, town race, right? And out and back. Out and back. Uh, some obstacles with rocks, right? right. You mentioned the right. rocks, some rocks loose gravel. And gravel. But um, it wasn't too bad because there was 264 people. Yeah, a lot more than I think they expected. Yes, they only expected 100 some. This is their largest race ever in their fourth year. And they donate all the proceeds to the American Cancer Society. And so now they were... Um, silver level and they just hit platinum level for dodge county yeah that's great cool, with yeah. all the donations that they're receiving yeah that's great it really is small town feel small registration um that you know everybody kind of moved over in mass to the start line yes the exactly. start was a whistle there was a lot of kids running around and running in front and all of a sudden you just see them stop and walk. I'm like, huh? it's kind of typical for kids. You know? Yeah, a couple of kids uh, yeah. stopped right in front of me at about the uh, quarter mile mark. That's right. Were you clock blocked at all, Jim? Oh, you know, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I, I, I did get clock blocks by some kids. We're outdoors here, so you might hear a little bit of the wind, but I did right. get some clock blocking uh, by some kids. Had to kind of move around. Any any clock block incidents for you? Um, No, not well, just a few kids. I just kind of had to run around a little bit, but um, nothing too bad. And they didn't clock block me nearly as bad as I clock blocked some people during the Lincoln Half Marathon. And I was like, ooh, sorry. <laughs> Did you clock block anyone today? Well, no, I don't think so. Uh, by the time I had a good first half. This, you did the, really good. The, I caught you at about the, the uh, mile mark. Mile. You heard yeah. me coughing. Yeah, I heard you coughing. I'm like, hey, Jim. <laughs> and so I was right behind you. I caught you. And then I was. it took about all the gas that I had to catch you. And then I had to right. slow down a little bit. What was that hill? There was a pretty good hill almost to the turnaround point. And I was about to yell, Park Wild, which is a really good hill in Omaha. But then I'm like, oh, I'll just save my energy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm on a hill. It, I don't need to talk. <laughs> it did end on a hill, which which was a little bit of a challenge. But it wasn't as bad as the turnaround hill, I thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you, I, know. you know, I was kind of oblivious to that at that point. Oh, I think it was just like a slow little incline up. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. I mean, we are in Nebraska, so it's not like the hills are that bad. But I thought the race, the race was really good. It was well organized. Afterwards, they have water and bananas, and then um, in the shelter, park shelter. Now they're going to have an omelet feed, so that's just perfect, you know. Good mix of carbs with the banana and protein with the omelets. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about the omelet feed. That, that's kind of unusual. Great. I know. I think well, because tomorrow morning they're having a pancake feed, and they didn't want to do pancakes twice in a row. So thank you for that. That is good, and they're thinking of everyone's health, which is great. Yeah. Now, Jamie, it's a little bit of a homecoming for you, right? Because this is. is where you grew up. That's right. I grew up here, and I've seen so many of my high school friends and my sister's classmates. I'm like, oh, I feel a little old now, but and it's great seeing like my parents friends and talking to everyone and I haven't seen a lot of these people in a long time so yeah cool yeah. so yeah I've 
seen you say hi to a lot of folks. So yes. I feel I don't know anybody here. This is kind of weird. <laughs> That's okay. This is not the Omaha running crew that no. you that you see there was traveling around. One team Nebraska runner. Congratulations to you. You got first place. And then there was another runner close behind him. I don't think he was with Team Nebraska though. Yeah, and tell me uh, what was your goal, your time goal, and how'd you do? Well, my time goal was 21, just to get in the 21s, and I was so close, 22.10, which I don't really care about now because I was the first female finisher, so that's what I really cared about. Congratulations, you get a medal for that. Thank you, I'm excited. That'll that be never great. never happened in my entire life, so. And there's going to be an award ceremony here in, oh, I'd imagine in a few minutes, right? I Maybe around so. 9? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're waiting for everyone to finish up, and they're going to hand out medals to the top three finishers in each age category, and I believe gender too. Very so that's cool. A lot of medals. Yeah, well, I might be in there. That that I would be amazing. I think you will, Jim. I don't think so. Well, there's some guys around me. I'm like, oh, I don't know for Jim, and I'm like, ah, they're older. Jim's younger. You'll get it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we we will certainly see. Well, my goal was to come out here, just kind of finish. I realized this morning that my last race is Lincoln, which was two months ago. How did it feel for you? Uh, it was tough. It was tough. First yeah. mile was good. I had seven thirties probably for the first That's mile. Really good. Did you have any tightness at all? No, anything? not no, not oh. the pain, not the typical pain That's that I good. had. Good. So yeah, sprinting's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> let's say no. <laughs> so. First, uh, first mile was good. Second was tough. Third was impossible. Yeah, third I was getting, I was getting, like, oh, good, I could see the finish line, and I'm like, just don't think about, it. just go, go, go. Yeah, well, we're gonna try and track down the race director and maybe a couple runners, uh, yeah. just to get to maybe, maybe some friends of yours that okay, you. Okay, that'd be great. And and say, hey, you know, you can say, hey, we do this podcast, and, yeah. and let's try it. So okay. let's uh, let's see if we can track some folks down. Sounds great. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> well, we're back. We're here with one of the runners. His name is Mark, and Mark, uh, you, you ran the race today. You're, you don't look like that. Uh, you, you, that you, you probably run every weekend, right? Uh, I don't. I used to in my younger days, but now I'm, I'm kind of slowing down as I get older and finding I have less time actually to do it. But when I do get out, I really enjoy it. Good. Well, what, what brought you to Dodge today? I mean, it's a small town race, a couple hundred runners. What brought you out to the race today? Well, I like little races like this, uh, being involved and... and uh, Probably because I have a chance to win a medal. That's maybe why I do it. <laughs> exactly. Just a lot of, why a lot of people come out for small town races. Right, right. Um, and it's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of nice people, and it's just a great atmosphere. Yeah, it is. We talk, Jamie and I talk a lot about small town races. I, I ran the Neely Frozen Burrito early in the spring, and we try and get out for small town races. Um, is this the first time that you've run here in Dodge? It is, yes. And are you from Dodge? No, I'm from a little town called Cedar Bluffs. Uh, which is south and west of Fremont. In fact, I just sponsored a race uh, several weeks ago. Our town was celebrating their Q125, oh, and so cool. we had a run and had a good turnout for that. So uh, uh, I just kind of find it a lot of fun. What was the name of your race? Did you have a specific name? Um, well, it was the Q125 run is what it was. Oh, excellent. Uh, we had a, a race the year before to raise money for the celebrations this year, and we called it the Pre-Q125. Oh, cool. So uh, we had a good turnout, and... and uh, this is a fun thing to do. Good. Did you have a time goal today? Did you come in kind of hoping you'd be in a certain uh, a certain time? Well, uh, in that race, I ran a 21.30, and I wanted to Ooh, beat awesome. that, but I didn't. I was a little <laughs> bit slower today. Well, you look good. You, you you went blowing past me when you were out there, and you were looking strong. I was trying to keep, keep up with you guys. You were in the 21s. I was a, a 22.40 guy. But So you look great. 
Well, I felt pretty good. Uh, the first half was a little bit downhill, so you always right. tend to go that a little bit faster, and coming back was a little bit tougher. But, uh, um, yeah, I felt good the whole way. Do you, um, do you work out regularly, run regularly? you have a regular regime that, that you follow for your fitness? Oh, I try to uh, at least three times a week get out in the morning and, and run a few miles. And, and uh, um, This winter was kind of tough. but uh, it, was, it was. It was. It was a little cold, a little icy. Yes, it was. Uh, and it's hard to get out of a nice warm bed in the morning and, and get out and run, but sure. you can do it if you try. So. Great. Well, Mark, thanks for taking a One second. Question, Mark. Oh, okay. Do you think Cedar Bluffs will have a race next year? Well, we had so many people say they like the race and want okay. to have it next year, so we might have it next year. Cool. Was that the first, that was a one and only, one and done? I mean, you just you, you were going to just try it once, not with any other race in, in mind? Pretty much, yeah, just for that, that celebration, and uh, but we might do it next year too. Very you know? cool, might start cool. An, an annual tradition. Anything okay. else, Jamie? Oh, I believe that's it. Yeah. Mark, thanks for taking a second to be with us on Thanks. the podcast and appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Mark. One question. Hold on. Jamie had, has one more question. I'll blend this in somehow. Okay. Mark, um, for you, why did you start running and what inspires you to run? What are your, what are your tips for others who want to start running? Well, I was, uh, I was 25 when I started running back in, in 1980. And uh, there was a small town nearby that was going to have a, a centennial run, a 10K run. And I started training for it, not even knowing how far that was. And once I did finish it I was hooked and I really enjoyed racing and for quite a few years I would try to race almost every weekend because I was just found it so much fun and and uh, found myself improving over the years and until I hit that certain age when I start to not improve anymore kind of slow down like I am now I'm slowing down you, you hit a plateau don't you yeah. plateau yeah, yeah. plateaus aren't necessarily bad at our age well you know <laughs> you feel like you're working just as hard and running just as as fast, much but yeah. and fast but you're actually slowing down so uh. yeah that, that's for sure I, and I'm I've I'm at that pl plateau now and but I know I can probably go a little faster no it's not a plateau it's just a little break <laughs> uh, yes okay. seriously oh, yeah yeah okay oh yes he did of course for sure all right, um, we have some walkers with us. This is my uncle Don, and then his wife Roxanne. And how um, was your experience today with the Dodge Q125 walk? It was our first experience, but it was great. Good. I mean, was there any troubles on the course? Was the rocks kind of shaky for you, or? Yeah, walking on rocks is not exactly. <laughs> it's not exactly what I expected at seven in the morning. Yeah, it, it was. A, I was not expecting the big boulders. Well, that they were, you know, probably inch-sized rocks. That and I, I did see one little kid um, twist his ankle oh, really? out there. So it, it it was a little treacherous. But from a walking standpoint, it was obviously warm. But uh, three miles, pretty easy for you guys. Do you guys do fitness on a regular basis? Do you train regularly? Every we go every day to the gym at five thirty in the morning. So we're always every day hour and a half. So. Um, I usually run outside. He usually runs on a treadmill. So we, okay. we, we definitely do it every day. The nice thing about this was the, um, I don't know if it's the boards with the quilt patterns. Yes. So, I, I mean, I'm kind of a big city girl, so this is novel for me. And I thought it was very, very cool. Very cool. So you guys don't live here in Dodge? Not anymore. But you grew up here? Yes. Yeah. So how's it coming back home? It's wonderful. Do you get back here often? Uh, not as much as I should. <laughs> 
I'm not going to answer that question the way I'm supposed to. I what kind of uh, so the treadmill obviously is sometimes it's, it's boring for a lot of people. We get that a lot. What do you do to entertain yourself on the treadmill? Chat with my neighbor. Really? While you're on the treadmill? Absolutely. Do you think you're working out hard enough then? I if you're if you're talking. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm working out hard enough. Okay. Hard enough for me. Good. And then what inspires you to work out or what's your motivation to work out every day? And what's your tip for other people to work out or to start working out? If I don't watch my figure, nobody else will. <laughs> yeah, that's at it, it, our age, right? That, yeah. that gets tough. That's right. Yeah, what, Roxanne, what keeps you working out? I just, I'm not a TV watcher. It kind of it's a good way to blow off steam i don't know if 5 30 in the morning is is ideal but i found that if i tried to do it at lunch there was always meetings and if i tried to do it in the evening i got distracted so the only way i could do it every day and that's the key it's not um what you do it's doing it all over and over again so your own little personal me time well jamie they're doing awards so we should probably head over there guys thank you for thank your you so for the interview appreciate it thank you all right, I'm here with Bill, and uh, Bill, you and I ran the Neely frozen burrito together. Uh, we ran, you, you went blowing past me and then got the best of me on the uphill and the snow, but um, how long have you been running? Uh, what, what kind of drives you to run each week? And, and you seem to be a fan of small town races like us. I mean, do you like the small town race? I usually like the small town races. It, it's, most of them are for a good cause. Almost all of them are for a cause for something whether it's someone that's been ill or something like that or a cancer survivor which yeah i guess i like helping out more that way i feel the money goes to a good cause more yeah, it, it is it is nice it is that nice way you're also telling me you've run about 20 weekends in a row now or something like that so far this year I'm, my goal is to hit a little over 30 races wow okay for the summer throughout the summer throughout this year i guess and you'd also mentioned your specialty is kind of 5k is the 5k race yes it is I don't really try and do much more than five miles. I have ran that a few times, but 5K is what I like to run. And what, what kind of time did you have today? Were you happy with it? Is it pretty normal for you? How did today work out for you? Actually, I think it was around 21.50 today. It's about normal. I keep getting a little bit faster. I gained probably a minute and a half over a year ago. I think a lot of that was probably because I started training barefoot. And I think that increased probably a minute and a half on me. Have you ever tried riding the, or running in those Vibram finger? Like Two oh, bear. Do you like them? Mm -hmm. I love them. Do you think they help, or how does that compare to barefoot running? I really think it helps. It, it, uh, if you're not a very good runner, I mean, as far as form, or your heel striking and everything else, if you start training barefoot, you will get out of that heel striking. And I think that's where it gained me time-wise and everything else. Because every, every time you land on the heel, it's like putting out an anchor. Okay. You know, and then everything else. But it's and then there for a while, I was hurting my back a lot when I was running. So I'd race on Saturday, be on a chiropractor on Monday, yep. chiropractor on Thursday to get ready for the race Saturday. That's me. <laughs> and once I train barefoot, I don't hardly ever go back to the chiropractor. Really? Wow, that's that's interesting. Maybe that, maybe. Do you have like any before you started running barefooted? Did you have any flat foot problems or high arch problems or knee problems? No, mainly just 100% back problems. Really? Yeah. Wow. And so it cured pretty pretty cleared that. That's good to know. 
Yes. And we haven't talked any tech talk yet, but what kind of gadgets, like technical gadgets, do you use to track your runs, or do you use anything tech-related that you use to help improve your running, or uh, anything along those lines? I guess I've got a, what is that, Foreman 205? And that, that I plug into the computer, study everything on that, and I, so I do use that probably quite a bit. That way I know where my strengths, and okay, if I did not do a very good time, I can check out the hills, everything else, and then on the notes I can put in there that, you know, sometimes when you get up around our age, it gets pretty competitive. Well, just like today, I've got third under 22 minutes, ninth overall and third in my age group. Isn't that insane? So it, it gets very, sometimes you get to certain races and it gets very competitive over 50. Yeah, yeah, and the 40, 40's no slacker either. I mean, I'm pretty lucky today, but usually I'm out of the race. You're right, you're right. See, it can be later 40s. Kids are gone, so people really start getting back into running, and so it gets very competitive. That's true. I saw that today. I couldn't believe all you guys ahead of me. I'm like, oh, Jim, I don't know if you're going to get first anymore. I'm sorry. I told you you would, but... Jamie promised me a medal. <laughs> If I came, and I did, I got second overall, which was which was great. Or second in my group, my age group, yeah. Second in your group, but then I saw you guys up there. I'm like, oh boy. I mean, it was mainly you guys, and then, you know. So what keeps you keeps you running? I mean, why do you run? I guess I got hooked. I've only been running probably five years. They told me one time when I went to a doctor I had high blood pressure, so I started working on a treadmill at home, and I worked on a treadmill for about a year. And then our local town of Pender had a 5K race. And I thought, they have an ambulance there. If I, something happens, <laughs> they could haul me away. Fine, uh, I, yeah, I shouldn't. I mean, if I die a heart attack, they're there. So I deal? ran that one. I actually made it without walking the whole time. And I guess ever since then, I've been hooked. Very good. Now, you would mentioned when we asked you to do the podcast, you were a little hesitant at first because you said, I might be a little unconventional. Uh, you'd mentioned you would mentioned you smoke regularly. Um, and, and any thoughts of, of quitting that for fitness reasons? It works for you now. Obviously, it's working for you right now. Right? You're not, you're not, but have, have you thought about quitting in any way? Or is that, is that something that's just, at this point, you, you don't want to deal with? No, I've tried. I'd love to quit. It's just like anybody else. It is, it's a nasty habit that is very tough to break. And I know since it doesn't help when I do fairly decent, so it's less motivation to try and quit. I understand that, and I don't need that. But you know, and there again, I don't. I don't ever. The only time I run is out on a race. I don't ever go home and run. Okay, so during the week, no, no, no training during the week at all. No, I have an elliptical at home. Okay elliptical and a spin bike I use probably five times a week but as far as running the only time I ever run is on a race wow, wow. okay and you still do awesome yeah do you lift well. any weights or anything or do any strength training during the winter during okay. the winter I'll go to a gym and do strength training and everything else but otherwise during the summer no are you busy like outside outside work or um that you only stick to the winter weight training yeah it's a self-employed diesel technician okay I have my own business, so Periwell keeps me. And then with all the runs every Saturday and sometimes Sunday, I just don't have time in the, in the winter time. But this winter, a group of us actually hit one every month this winter. Cool. That's fun. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's great. Well, you know, you can continue to work on that. It's a lifelong thing, right? And 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 it's it's what you you know it's what you do. But uh, but certainly you're able at least you get in the fitness part of it, and you're able to run every week. So, Bill, I appreciate you doing this. I'm sure uh, well now that we've done this, we'll see you again at some of the small town races. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thank you. Talk to you later. Yeah, nice great. meeting you again. Oh, great seeing you we'll again. Here we are with Neil Van Langen, the race director, the fourth annual um, Dodge Days, or yeah, five. This is just the fourth annual. Yes, it is. Annual. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Your numbers were good this week. Right, exactly. And um, the most participants ever for the race, and hopefully more next year. Who who knows? And um, all the proceeds go to the American Cancer Society, and we raise the most funds ever, which move Dodge to the platinum level. And so now we are the head um, race for Dodge County, or head fundraiser. So Awesome. Does that help build momentum for, for racing here in you know, the local area by doing that? Um, I don't know if it does or not. You know, I mean, this isn't a, a, a big racing area. I mean, there's a few. Scribner does a, a run for their fair, and I know Howells has done one in the past. That Wisner does the uh, one on uh, St. Patrick's Day, and North Bend does one on Old Settlers Day. So those are the ones in the area. And uh, yeah, I think it's more it's more just a fun thing. A lot of walkers come out to support the American Cancer Society, I think. And then, but it's surprising every year we get you know a handful of runners that are serious runners that come to run, and they run. You had hard. some fast ones today. Yes, yeah. yeah, man, the kid he was 16, 13, I think was the winning time. So I mean, he was flying. Yeah, it was, and he. <laughs> He was sprinting across the line. So yeah, it was you know, and and just the 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 total number is just is just amazing. So yeah, what's well, great for small town? Uh, Jamie and I talk a lot about racing small town. We love yeah. to race small town. Jeff Carpenter out started the frozen breed out in Neely, or up in Neely out of Ace, uh, last spring, and I and I got a chance to run the first one on that. Do you think this year's numbers uh, have anything to do with the Q125 combination? And certainly there will be some momentum for next year. Yeah, definitely. And we knew there would. And the the people of the 125 asked me if we could move it up a weekend because normally it would be next weekend. And as you know, said sure, no problem because there's going to be way more people in town. It helps us, you know, right. helps our numbers and everything. And yeah, absolutely. You know, I would. I honestly, I was, you know, next year we'll probably be back around 150 again. I would guess somewhere in that range. But you know, when you got thousands of people literally from out of town coming in you know yeah that picks up you know an extra 100 150 runners for us and you know that's really what added but but looking at locally i think there were i think our numbers would have gone up this year again just from the local people because there were more people that came from scribner from west point Mm -hmm. from Howells that that than have in the past so yeah i think we could you know maybe get back to 200 again next year possibly Oh, awesome. What does it take to put together a race like this? I mean, how far ahead did you plan for this and, you know, obstacles and, yeah. <laughs> this year there were a lot of obstacles. Let me tell. Sure. Um, you know, the first year I did it, I started planning way ahead, you know, six months ahead, you know, mm-hmm. to start figuring out what I needed to do, use my past experience in running races, uh, you, know, what, you know, what did I like about races and things like that, you know, and, uh, you know, kind of got it ahead of time. Now I've got the forms all, you know, pre-made, so it's pretty much a month or two ahead. ahead. I just send out the forms, order the medals, order the numbers, um, you know, and like I said, it's, this isn't probably the most professionally run race ever. I mean, I just write down times as they cross the finish line, but... Um, for what it is, what it's for. I mean, it's a fundraiser for the American Cancer Society, and I think everybody realizes that. You know, and today I made a mistake with a 10 and under. I gave the wrong medal, and a 10-year-old boy was just happy as could be. He didn't, you know, he said, hey, I got my, I got him. They traded medals, he got it, and he was happy, and it's fine. You know, and I think everybody has that attitude, you know. The only thing I wish I would have ordered a few more T-shirts because people didn't get T-shirts, but, you know, 
uh, that's probably the only thing that was a problem. Well, you never know, and then you end up having to sell those things yeah. later. And well, it's a, I know. had some left over from last year and from our volleyball, so I, they, you know, people got those. I, there couldn't have been more than 10 or 15 people that didn't get a shirt. So, But, uh, you know, it's, it is time-consuming, but yet you know, after you've done it a few times, it's, it just kind of falls in line. And, you know, it, the most time is probably spent on uh, writing names on the numbers ahead of time and getting the T-shirts organized so that mm-hmm. the, the morning registration goes smoothly. So. Did, uh, and you're also the volleyball coach here in town, is that right? Yes, that is right. Yeah, and so uh, how much time do you think leading up to it are you putting in a week just to kind of get ready for something like this? For this? For the race, how yeah. How many hours? How many hours do you think, yeah, as you lead up to it? Um. Oh, boy, I I don't know, probably not more than six hours, I think. Okay. Well, so the first year is kind of, your first year, maybe second year, you yeah. learn some things, you get yeah. more efficient? Definitely, it's, yeah, it's more efficient. And, and honestly, I don't do a lot ahead of time, so that way I can wait till I... I get as many entrances as I have, then I put them in alphabetical order and number them that way. So when they come up, they're alphabetical order by number. And the first year I tried going by each age group, you know, oh, wow. like the 10 and under was one through 20 and then the next age group was 20 <laughs> and that turned into a mess. So oh, I didn't yeah. do that anymore. So yeah, I mean that, like, you know, just like I said, just wait until, like, actually yesterday, yesterday morning is when I wrote them all out. And so, you know, I spent all day, you know, like I said, four hours yesterday just writing the numbers out, but that's really up until then, that's really all the time I spent on it. So. Nice. Um, do you yourself run or work out or lift weights? I used to. I, <laughs> I used to. I actually, um, uh, well, what would it be about four years ago? I ran a half the half marathon in Lincoln and I decided, you know, that was fun, but I wanted to challenge myself more. And the second year I ran the full marathon. Cool. And that's and even when I was in college, my wife and I ran some five Ks, you know, occasionally from, you know from time to time. And you know and then the year after that I, I did run the half marathon again. So during that three year stretch, I probably ran, you know, five or six road races each year. My sister lives in Kansas City, so I'd always go down to Kansas City and run a big one down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other sister lives in North Platte, so I'd go out there and run the Nebraska Land Days one and, and just whatever I could find. I did the old settlers, uh, you know, in, in North Bend. So I've just done a few in the area. And again, I think that I think it's, it is important running something like this to have some experience doing this, or at least to have been to one before, Definitely. because it, you know I, that helps. I can see what ha, what works for other people, what doesn't. You know, I see mm-hmm. something. Hey, that's probably not a great idea, you know. And 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 that does help in the process. I think. Did, did you do anything this year that you learned from the last couple of years that was different or new for this year that you implemented? I forgot to do something I wanted to do. I wanted to put on there a male or a female box on there because you get a lot of, you get Jamie's and you get Chris and you get, you know, it's like, is this a male or a female? And and we actually messed up on one of them. We had to change it on the finish board. And I had to go run, as a Chris, I had to go run them down and see because they were second overall girls right behind you. And I'm like, I don't think that was a girl right (laughs) behind you. So, you know, and that's probably the, the, the one thing I need, and I, I remember that from last year now, and I didn't change it. Oh. So, you know, I just, I think the th- one thing I did change for this year is just waiting until the, until yesterday to, to, to write numbers on it. So that way they're in alphabetical order. I can know where to find them. I'd say that's probably the, the number one thing. It's probably the biggest time saver for me. I think. Now, no electronic clock and no online registration. <laughs> any, any thoughts of moving to that here for, for you in the future? And when do you, when do you decide, is there a number you're waiting for to, to make that move? Yeah. You know, I think, um, it's it, honestly more than anything, and I mean, not even a number is cost. You know, and I haven't really looked into it. So, you know, maybe you guys after we get done here could tell me more <laughs> about it. But you know, I don't want to spend, you know, five dollars per runner right. to get a chip timing or to to do a, you know you know that stuff because I want that money to, to go to the American. We keep it cheap. It's fifteen dollars. You know, I, I probably could raise that and people would still do it. But I don't want to raise it to twenty 
and still only send the same amount to the American Cancer Society. If we raise it right. to 20, I want to send an extra thousand dollars to them. You know, oh, yeah. so that's probably why. You know, I mean, and I have yes, I have thought about it, and I will look into it more. But like I said, it's it's small town. Everybody knows everybody. Nobody's gonna get too worked up if I mess up a time here or there. And nobody knew me. <laughs> you know, no, nobody knew you. Except for me. Yeah, it's kind of the, the the outsider day, but you know, very welcome, very warmly here in Dodge, and and yes. and a great race. Jamie, other questions? Um, do you have any tips for those who are thinking about running or working out or even playing volleyball? That's a good workout too. Um, honestly, running is go out and get a good pair of shoes. I mean, you guys know that. Okay. Honestly, I, I told my sister who's here in town, I threw on my old marathon running shoes. Oh, I put those things on and they just, they no, they, they're awesome. Those are the best pairs of oh, shoes I've good. ever had. And they're four years old and I don't run in them now, uh -huh. but just to wear them around, they're so comfortable. They're so, you know, there's so much padding and cushion in them. I mean, they're completely shot, but they are still in such good shoes. You know, and that's just it. If you go out and run and anything below your waist hurts, go get a new pair of shoes. Yes. I mean, that's number one. That's the number one thing about working out, I think. Best tip. Do you use anything tech related when you work out, like any garments or watches or do you track no, anything? I no, I don't. Okay. Um, I just, just use a stopwatch time. Um, I I'll, actually, I'll use my Garmin, uh, you know, to drive a route uh -huh. that I'm going to run okay. or, um, I, can't think of the site off the top of my head. It's on Google. Uh, you guys might Google know it. Maybe. It's a it, well. It's a it's something, and you can plug in points on there, and it'll show you exactly yes. how far it's it like is. Like Google Pedometer or yeah, something, like something like that. Yes. And I did that the first couple of years we did this, and you can I mean you can zoom in on a corner, it's and awesome. you can put it right on the corner, and then go to the next block and the next block, and it'll right. show you exactly to the hundredth of a mile how far you're running. And I probably use that more anything just to see how far I was running. And actually, the first two years we did this to set up the course to make sure we were about you know right at 5k so. are you going to post the results online at some point um probably not I'll put them all in the newspaper um we really don't have a website to to put them online well you if, know, if you want uh you know we did this for i did this for jeff carpenter well we can if you send those to me we okay. can post them on the average guy.tv actually we got a ton of hits from jeff's after Jeff's race, we, I just posted them in the blog and said, you know, I do a recap of the race, right. and then we post them in the blog. So if that's all right with sure. you, we can do that. This morning when I was looking for a map to get here, I, I Googled uh, Dodge Nebraska Q125, and actually our podcast came up as the first search because we had talked about this race just Thursday. Yes. And yes. so it, it came up. So if you're okay with that, that'd be that, that'd yeah, be fun. I will, send them to you. I will send you the results, and we'll get them on the website. Well, perfect. And, and then, folks, if they Google uh, Dodge you know, 5K, 125, whatever that stuff results, they'll get, they'll be able to get those online. So yes, for sure. Jamie, any other questions? Um, I think that's about it. We really enjoyed it. It was a beautiful day, great route. Everything went smoothly and I think it was like the best race ever. I didn't find anything wrong with it. That's because she was first female <laughs> overall. I'll just say that right here. But that's my first, ever, my know. first medal ever age group right. medal ever all. So it was great. It was good to be here and we appreciate your work. Great. Thank you guys for coming. And, you know, just anybody who listens to this, thank you to everybody that was involved. It was amazing. Cool. We look Thanks. look forward to next year, too. <laughs>